Hi, I'm Carrie Adams and you're listening to Carrie's Corner. Here we talk to the movers and shakers, the drinkers, the dreamers, the people who make it happen in the liquor industry around the world. So, let's get sipping. I do absolutely um, do whatever, but I have never been to their farm. And now, I'm looking here. They're not telling me about that. That cheap range in Plata. We know wind and sea pen and wild, which costs you've got to take out a second mortgage on your house <laughs> to buy a bottle of that. And sea dragons and all those sort of things. But they've got full stock Barock. They've got that Albarino. But they've got a cheap... It's not Felicity. Felicity. It is Felicity. It. Clever man. I can remember the first letter of everything that I'm trying to think about. <laughs> and, and I say to my family, it starts with a P, starts with an F, starts with... It's just, does, do you think the memory ever comes back? Well, slowly but surely sometimes. Oh, but God. isn't it funny when a sort of a minute, five minutes, even a few hours later, oh. you suddenly say, ah, the old brain's still ticking over, even if it's grinding a bit at times. I know, it's terrible. So you've got a special lunchies for Sunday. Tell everybody what they should be making. Well, something a bit different. You know, people of a certain age might remember a certain trattoria in Bramfontein, which oh, Frank Swainston Wasn't he ran. amazing? And, um, trattoria Fiorentina. That's the one, that's yeah. the one. And I have to say that was our local, and we didn't realize how we were being spoiled. So brilliant. And then many years later, and he left and moved around, and I didn't know where he was. And I was down at Constantia Eitzig um, having lunch in their lovely main restaurant, as it was, where you look out over the fields, and they had a, a cookery book. And there, on the front cover, on the front cover flap, I must get this right, was mm. a picture of Frank. Mm. And uh, then, of course, he got the gentleman who's now gone off and created is it the barn house. Dangereux. Mm. Um, and one of the recipes in there, which is totally different to anything I've ever seen, was a pancake cake, a layered crepe cake. Mm. And I think that would be very different as if we have a nice hot day on Sunday. What are you going to put in, in between the crepes? Well... What's your fancy? You can have uh, lots of uh, cheeses, parmesan, pecorino, Ooh, cheddar, lots of tomato. You layer it. Cake. I've actually made one with mushrooms in one layer, aubergines in another. You can make it up to your taste. But it's Ooh. about nine pancakes, so you have eight fillings, and then you know put things like basil in there and mm. mixed herbs. Put your parmesan. Burrata cheese, maybe. Pop it, pop it in the oven for about twenty minutes. And there you have a crepe cake, and it's absolutely delicious. What are you going to drink with your crepe cake? Well, what would you think? Would it be a Pinot Noir? Or I think a, I'd do a Pinot Noir, and I think mm. I might be inclined to have Felicite. You know, Paul Cleaver makes his, his village Pinot Noir, which is under 100 rand a bottle, I think, as is the Felicite from Newton Johnson, as is Mr. P. So those are three, and we're trying to be thrifty because everybody's on the bones of their watsits because of COVID. And if you're not careful, you can get up to three, four, five hundred. Oh, you can, and Pinot Noir can be. So you know what Mm. Pinot Noir is? That's my little girl with the curl. When she's nice, she's really, really nice. When she's horrible, she's nasty. But there are some horrible, nasty, cheap Pinot Noirs. Mm. Um, So you're either very cheap and very nice, or you... Very expensive and uberly gorgeous, so there's never to be forgotten. And in the middle, there's a whole load of rats and mice, which is rubbish. So we love Felicite. We love Paul Cleaver's Village. We love um, Mr. P on the cheap end. Mm. 
the top we'll save for another time when we feel like we've got lots of money. And then I think that I'm going to cook for Sunday. I'm going to make my prawn pasta dish, which is Ooh. spaghetti. And it just gets tossed in olive oil. And you quickly do a few prawns that are topped and tailed. And a bit of chili, some rosa tomatoes, some pine nuts, coriander. some coriander. Hurl them in with some nice olive oil, salt and pepper, cracked black pepper. And I think that I'm going to have Elanda's sparkling Sauvignon Blanc that you brought up earlier with that mm. corn pasta. Mm. Perfect. What do you think? Absolutely perfect. That's us. That's for our listeners. And we haven't even talked about heavier red wines. Oh, or no, what's but coming. we're going to do that. Do you know what I'm thinking while we're sitting here? I'm thinking that maybe what we must do, Jim, in the next couple of weeks is um, food and wine. With the pairings. emphasis on food and wine, nice pairings that are affordable and labels that are accessible because a lot of the labels are accessible for the people down in the Cape who listen to us. But you come up to Gauteng and we really are sucking the you-know-what tit and we can't, we can't get the stuff because it's on allocation. And this, that, very blah, blah, sore blah. point. Blah, blah, fish paste. We don't want to do that. So we're going to find a whole load of accessible, easily-to-find wines mm. – at the right price, with some nice recipes, and then we'll get Kel or somebody clever to put it up on my YouTube thing so that everybody can actually access that and have some fun back in their kitchen again with food and wine. What do you think? I think that's a great idea because people are looking for affordable. Mm. And, you know, what's that? Under, I don't know, under 100 bucks or so. Exactly. Um, and then when you talk about pasta dishes, Pasta is very affordable, and then if you want to pimp it up, put some beautiful prawns in there. Exactly. Otherwise, just you know, tomato, or a crab, tuna, or, exactly. or whatever, and stick in the the garlic. The exactly. Coriander, I mean, for fear chili. of becoming a bit Tito and Bowenish, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're going to get you to put a we're going to get you to put a little red check tablecloth on your kitchen table, and pretend that you are in Italy or France or Spain or somewhere nice, Portugal, and a little carafe of something that Jeremy and I think is. Absolutely spot on. Jim, thank you so much for coming in and spending time with me. It's always fun. We've settled the affairs of the world. We've sort of sorted out a bit of COVID stuff. You've sort of got me back on the narrow, straight and narrow, about ranting and raving about vaccinations versus injections. Gary, it's always a pleasure. And I think uh, it's a work in progress, as we say. But I think the big mm. thing is, is let's stay very positive. Let's have fun. And in South Africa, boy... Our wines are absolutely magical. Let's enjoy them. I know. Brilliant. Here's to that. Thanks, Jeremy, very, very much. Cheers. Bye.